0: Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a podcast show that connects you with the people you love in a real and authentic way. Through storytelling, our aim is to inspire you to live your happiest, healthiest and most fulfilling life. We'll give you practical tools, life-changing rituals and a fresh perspective to fuel your health, wellness and mindset goals. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast. This episode is brought to you by LaPure. Founded by mum of three Erin Jerry's, LaPure offers nutrient-dense meals that have been expertly curated to support development and healthy eating habits for life. Welcome to another Mama Chat. Today I'm chatting to an exceptional guest, the divine Erin Jerry's, who is mama of three babes as well as a founder of my favorite kids' meal delivery company, LaPure, after seeing a gap in the market for healthy, nutrient-dense and convenient baby food, Erin set out on an almighty mission to start her very own meal delivery service to help time-poor, exhausted mummers who were feeling just as overwhelmed as she was by the process of starting solids. Today, Erin takes us on the journey of launching her business, as well as sharing her philosophy behind the first thousand days of a babe's life and the impact that has on eating habits for life, as well as her tips for starting the solids journey. This episode is a goodie. I loved chatting with Erin. She is so deeply passionate about her work and providing guidance and support to other mamas. Erin is truly changing the game for parents and helping make the solids journey a more enjoyable one. Here's Erin. Hello Erin and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I've listened to you for a while now so it's it's nice to just finally be chatting. Oh thank
0: or- you. Oh, I'm so excited to chat to you today too because I've been using your products for such a long time. So <laughs> um, we have been connected you know for, for quite a few months now so it's so beautiful to be able to do this with you and, and yeah hear more about your journey because I'm really inspired by the work that you're doing and my children love, love, love your meals. You have been a saviour in my life for the last 12 months, so <laughs> I'm really excited to yeah hear more about your journey today.
1: That's awesome. Thank you.
0: So I guess let's kick off by just finding out a little bit more about you, more on a personal note, like I guess, you know, who, where you live, a little bit about your family and, and what, what inspires you.
1: Yes. So, um, my name's Erin Jerry's. I have, I'm the mother of two girls and I have a little boy on the way next week. So we're counting down. Um, I'm from New York originally. I was born and raised there. My husband's Australian and we moved here when my first order was eight weeks old. So that was a, a big transition to becoming a new mom and then obviously transitioning into a new country. Um, and then, Living here, I was just trying to get used to the culture of living in Australia, finding where we're going to live. I lived with my in-laws at the time. So there was a lot of moving parts. And then um, I started my business six months into moving here, but more preliminary stages. I would say it was probably a year that I was more playing around with the idea of it and trying it um, until it actually became a full business.
0: Oh my goodness. You are obviously such a go-getter. Like you're awake off having your third baby. <laughs> you're you running a food empire and you started your business when your baby was so little. That's amazing. Wow. Have you always had like quite an entrepreneurial go-getter spirit?
1: I feel like I always had an idea. I mean, growing up, I always wanted to do something independently um, I would always look at things and be like, oh, that would be a great business idea, but I never truly executed it. I always worked in medical sales, so I did enjoy science and evidence. I worked in nutrition for a really long time for babies that had severe food allergies, so I had a background in it, but I didn't know what I would do with it, and I think when I became a mom, um, a lot changes. I think we all have like a different perspective on how we want to live our life and what we want to do, and The career change kind of came at a perfect time because I was getting ready to transition back to my corporate role in sales. And then it just dawned on me that I wasn't ready to make that leap back into my old career. I wasn't inspired enough to do Mm -hmm. it. Um, and I had this idea floating around in my head that maybe if I had my own business, I have more flexibility and something that I could really be passionate about. And then that's kind of how it all started.
0: Wow. That is so cool. So I guess what were those initial steps that you took more probably on like, I guess, a mindset and personal level that you really took those initial steps to kind of be like, you know what, this is actually something I want to step into. Was there a bit of a personal development journey there or?
1: I think, yeah, it was definitely from a personal experience. Um, I think when we're all, when we all have our first kids, even second kids, starting solids was a very big challenge for me. Mm -hmm. I was always really passionate about nutrition and eating right. And it was important for me throughout my pregnancy and just a lifestyle that I lived. And I knew that when I had my daughter and I wanted to start her on solids, I really wanted to do what was best and what was based on the evidence that was out there And I quickly realized with a lot of lack of sleep, I think just transitioning to a new country, I had so many emotions going on that um, it became a struggle for me to make her all these fresh meals that I wanted to. And it just came to a point where I couldn't do it. And when I looked in the supermarket, I said, you know what, there's just really nothing that um, really fits what I want to feed her. I did a lot of research on shelf stable baby food and I felt there was a really big gap in the market for busy moms that wanted really like healthy, wholesome, whole foods for their little ones that was made fresh. And my mother in law, being an amazing mother in law, she uh, would homemade all of my baby food for me. Oh,
0: well. And she'd freeze
1: them in little cubes and she put them in Ziploc bags and drop them off at my house.
0: And oh, she my did it goodness. for my sister in law as well. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: And I said, this is a game changer. Like I just, it had all the ingredients on them and it. my um, in-laws are Middle Eastern. So it has so many different spices and ingredients that I would never traditionally use, but I could just see my daughter was loving it. My nephew was loving it. It was one thing that I didn't have to think about um, that made me feel really confident in feeding her. And then after, I just remember walking with my husband and I said, this would be a really good business idea. Like I feel like, This is a huge gap in the market for parents today. Um, We're all very busy. Women are transitioning back to work earlier. And
0: that's kind of where it all started. That's incredible. And now you have a fully fledged business where you deliver (laughs) food to families. And honestly, you were my savior when I had my son, Rocco, my second. Um, It was a really rough journey. And like you, I'm really passionate about healthy food but and I used to be able to you know when it was just Georgia and I was only working two days I could stay on top of like doing a big you know veggie loaded bolognese or you know a really healthy butter chicken but like I couldn't I didn't have the time I was so I was literally up 15 times a night and the first thing to drop was what we were all eating and in particular what she was and she was going from you know having quite a wholesome healthy diet to then getting you know Vegemite on toast nearly every day and so getting your meals and that's why like I was sharing it on my Instagram just being like seriously this is like either the best gift for a new like for a mum who already has children yeah. and is having another one or just like you know I've obviously been using them continuously throughout the 12 months because even now just having that stack in the freezer and just, you know, the days where it's chaotic or I'm working and the kids are, you know, at kinder and then Georgia comes home and I'm not prepared for dinner. And it's like, okay, we've got this healthy meal ready to go. Like it is such a game changer. And your ingredients are all, you know, whole foods, real ingredients. Like you can choose organic meats, which I love. Um, So, yeah, it's absolutely incredible what you're doing. What were those kind of initial steps? So that conversation with your husband Um, and then like, were you just kind of like the gate opened and you just went for it?
1: (laughs) Kind of. It, um... Sometimes things align in a way that you don't expect them. So it started with my husband and I was talking about it. And I knew that if I was going to do it and do it the way that it should be done, I needed to consult with experts within the field. And I had a lot of dietitians that I worked with in the past, um, in my old career that I consulted with and pediatricians to really understand like what's the importance of this time frame. Um, and we always refer to the first 1,000 days of life, which I'll get to later, but Um, I learned really quickly that this important time frame is the foundation for how our children can can eat in their future and really affect their health and well-being. So um, after I had those initial conversations with my husband, we were out to dinner and my sister-in-law messaged me that there was a mom on a Facebook page who was asking if there was any fresh baby food delivery companies. And I said, oh, this is perfect. So I just responded and said, I'm starting a small business. I had some packaging and design work already done. I just Mm -hmm. didn't know how I was going to start it. And then um, this was the perfect opportunity because 30 moms responded that they would try my baby food. So (sighs) it it kind of started as like a small trial. And I made, I cooked all week. (laughs) We froze them in little cubes, put them in bags, iced, and we hand delivered them, myself and my husband, to all of these local moms that were a part of this group. And that's really just how it started. And then I created an Instagram account and it was just very rogue. (laughs) It just would say, if anyone wants fresh baby food, this is what's on the menu. And I was surprised how many people were very quick to order. We sourced all the ingredients. We cooked it fresh. A lot of it I cooked in my own kitchen before we moved into a commercial kitchen.
0: Um,
1: But then I just, it, it really reassured me when parents were writing back, like this has changed my life like I can really I have someone else watching my baby and it's just something that is prepared and we really focus on our quality ingredients Mm. sourcing and cooking like as if you were to cook it at home but you didn't
0: yes yep
1: and spun from there
0: I it was really interesting on your Instagram I saw a um, post that you shared around the shelf life like the um, packaged food that's on the supermarket shelf and how it has a two-year, thats I'm right in saying that, isn't it? A two-year yeah. shelf life. So like when yes. you're talking about like beans and meat that are in those pouches, like they could be up in there for up to two years. Like that is so wild to think, you know, and that's literally basically what all that was available prior to you that, you know, that you could get those kind of meals and that, that was what convenience was was you know and we had to resort to so yeah it's incredible what you're doing
1: I think a lot of I mean even myself and when I talked to my mom I probably lived off jar baby food that was just the only type of baby food that was offered and I think until recently in the past maybe five six years that people started to question you know what is the quality of nutrients that are in in these baby foods and then when you really start looking into the labels and how a lot of it's can be swayed you know it's 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 as a spinach delight and it's 90 percent sweet potato and one percent spinach and yes it just makes you rethink because there's nothing wrong with them there's definitely a place in the market for them but when you really want to set your your foundation up for your children in this small window of time
0: Mm.
1: you want to get as many whole foods and vitamin and mineral rich foods in during this
0: time Absolutely. So I guess I know you're really deeply passionate about that first thousand days of life. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that philosophy and how it's kind of guided, you know, I know you've gone into a little bit, but like how it's kind of guided the overall, um, you know, approach with le pure and the way that you do your meals?
1: Yes. So the first 1000 days is a very big concept and I'm honestly learning about it all of the time. Um, There's a lot of different categories around it. But nutrition in the first 1,000 days of life, it begins at conception up until your child is two years old. It basically builds the foundation of how they will eat and their growth trajectory for the future. So there are a lot of key nutrients that are included in this growth period like iron and choline and making sure you have a wide variety diet to, to help your child have a wide variety diet as they get older. Yes, um, okay. and there's research to show that if you don't give your babies this wide variety early on, it can lead to picky eating and it can lead to stunted growth and a lot of other future development issues um, and diseases and things like that in their future. So it it struck a chord with me thinking that, wow, this is a, this is a very big window of opportunity as parents, but it can change the generation of the health of our children. Mm -hmm. So That's really what guides us in creating our recipes and making sure we work with experts that parents are really getting what they're paying for, quality ingredients that hits all of these micro and macronutrient profiles. So their babies and when they become toddlers and children, they really have an appetite for whole fresh foods and ingredients that help them in their future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Did you know that food in the first 1,000 days lies a foundation for healthy eating habits for life? La Puree nutrient-dense meals have been expertly curated to support development and healthy eating habits for life. Founded by mum of three Erin Jerry's after seeing a gap in the market for healthy, fresh meals that were nutrient-dense and delivered direct to your door taking away all the stress and overwhelm that comes with starting the solids journey. La Puree's meals have the options to suit every stage, including purees, finger foods and bowls, allowing you to kick the blenders to the curb and spend more time doing what matters most. Parenting is hard, but feeding shouldn't be. When my second babe was born, I got Le Puree delivered for the first time for our toddler and it was a game changer. Now it is one of the first things I recommend to mamas embarking on their second babe's arrival as it took away so much stress not having to worry about having meals prepared for her during the chaos and emotional rollercoaster of the newborn stage. The thing that I love most about La Pure is that their meals are made fresh and delivered frozen. They contain absolutely no nasties, additives or preservatives. Not to mention their meals support a nutrient-dense, healthy diet your bub will love. They are now my number one busy mum hack and I always have a stash in the freezer for those busy days when lunch or dinner prep escapes me. Let your bub explore new textures, flavours and an array of variety with LaPure's meals. You can order them now by lapuree.com.au or simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. So what are kind of some of the, I guess, top ingredients that you really like to have in your meals? So
1: um, I would say that we focus very much on iron rich foods. As soon as your baby turns six months, their iron levels, they drop off a little bit. So you you need to make sure you get enough iron in them. The recommended daily intake is 11 milligrams, which is, is hard to reach. But what I did find was that a lot of options out there in the supermarket There was so much plant-based items, um, and whether we're vegetarian, vegan, or whatever lifestyle we live, it's really important to get the most bioavailable source of iron, and it comes from meat, Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of meat options. We have liver, beef, chicken, um, and we always push those early on because babies aren't eating as much when they're first starting solids. So getting that iron rich food in early is very important, but we also have include a lot of um, vegetarian sources of iron, like chickpeas, lentils and things like that in our meals as well. So I think that's probably the most, the biggest differentiator and how we can preserve meat by freezing it um, and make it accessible for parents.
0: Yeah. Amazing. And what are your kids' personal go-tos? What are their favorite meals? Because you obviously have such a huge range for anyone that is new to Le puree. There's, um, it starts with obviously puree food for for babies at six months, and then there's the baby led weaning with lots of finger food options and bowls. So the bowls are my daughter's personal favourite. Um, I feel like I really hesitated. She's three and a half now, but I was really nervous about baby led weaning when I had her. Yeah. So I feel like she has naturally gravitated from a really early age of feeding spoon feeding herself things like bowls. So she loves. Your your bowls like the lentil bowl and and the sunset dal. They're like her favorites, and she'll she'll go to the freezer and pick which one she wants. She always so, loves. Yeah. <laughs> but so, what are your kids kind of go tos? What do they always love?
1: You know what? Knock on wood, I, I, I'm like I should have done a study on this because my kids have been so exposed to our meals from such an early age because we've used it, we've tested yeah. all of our recipes on them. Yeah. Um, they're very good eaters, like you. With my first my first daughter, I did a lot of purees, so she loves anything that has like a sauce on it. So the bolognese, the dal. Yeah. she loves lentils, probably because we fed her so many lentils yes. when she was first born. Um, so she really likes those warming style foods. Yes. And then my second daughter, she loves a finger food. Like, yeah. it's so
0: interesting, I think I built it?
1: more confidence around yep. it, just being like understanding the industry more and listening to more experts. Although it's still very scary, I think, offering any baby a finger food. Um, but she's yeah. she's a meat eater for sure. So any <laughs> meatball or kafta or something, she, she will eat that first before she eats anything else on the plate.
0: That's so good. Yeah, Georgia actually loves the koftas as well. That's one of her like favorites. Um, and Rocco's, Rocco is so into the liver because I didn't, I never really did liver with Georgia. I think just I don't know, I wasn't exposed to it. It wasn't a food that we cooked. Um, But then obviously after, you know, having exposure to your meals and using them and following um, Boob to Food, who I know you work really closely with, um, Luca, and she's obviously so passionate about the liver as well. And it kind of just opened my eyes to like, how easy it is to use and to cook with and like oh my goodness Rocco is just obsessed with liver balls and every time he has one I like do a little jump for joy because I'm like oh my goodness they (laughs) are so 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 nutrient dense and good for you this is making me so excited and it makes me feel like I'm doing such a good job as a (laughs) mum. (laughs)
1: no I agree I never grew up with liver I actually don't like cooking it I don't really like the smell personally oh it's so weird isn't it (laughs) it, yeah it felt really weird to me and even when we started working with Luca I mean I think she's changed the world she calls herself the liver queen she should be the liver (laughs) queen because it's amazing how much liver we sell
0: because of her no, um
1: but it's such an iron rich vitamin a rich food that it, it's not that expensive, but a lot of parents don't feel comfortable cooking it. And it's incredible how much babies love it. They love mm. bold flavor early. Um, and I think as we get more educated as parents and companies and dietitians getting those bold flavors in early are so important because they actually really like them. Even if they make a funny face, like that exposure in general is just so important. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, we should never project what we like and don't like on our children.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, totally. That's so true. That's good advice. (laughs) I guess for any mums who are starting the solids journey or on that now, I know it comes with so much overwhelm and anxiety. I know I said to you, even before we hit record that like, even with my second, like, oh, there's just so much fear and anxiety that comes with that solids journey. What advice do you have for any parents that are kind of starting that or currently on it?
1: Um, I wish I had one perfect point of advice, but the one thing I've learned is it's not just about their journey. It's about your journey as a parent with them and make whatever you feel confident in, you know, your baby and w- if you can take stress away from feeding, that will help your baby try more foods, create a really beautiful environment for them because it's not always just about the food. It's about that interaction between you and your baby, them learning to touch food, feel food, smell food, listen to family, talking around them. It's just, it's the entire experience. So without thinking too much about, you know, this is how many ingredients they tried this month, I would focus more on, variety in foods creating a really nice environment for them and if they're not babies aren't going to eat everything on their plate it doesn't mean they don't like the food re-exposure is really important and just making it a positive experience for you and your child and don't Um. put too much pressure on yourself um everyone feeds their babies differently around the world there's no one set way research changes all the time like for allergens and things like that so um do what feels right for
0: you and your family. I love that. That's really beautiful advice, I think. Um, And it's funny because I was messaging one of my girlfriends who's a midwife, um, I think Eliza, who you know, and she um, – I was saying to her, this was a few months ago, I was like, oh, I'm still on, like, still focusing mainly on purees and, like, just giving Rocco finger food, and she was like, babe, it's totally fine, like, it's really similar to what you said, of, like, you have to be confident in doing it, too, and, like, there's so much research that also supports, like, how amazing, you know, just doing purees are, if that's what you feel safe, and it's like, you know, Georgia, my first is an incredible eater, and, you know, she basically had purees as well for for a lot of it like I probably didn't start the finger food till about 10 11 months so it is it's just what it's such beautiful advice because it really is about you feeling confident on that journey too as a parent so um I'd love to talk about, though, your work with um, Luca from Boob to Food yeah. because I know obviously you know there's a lot of health passionate parents um listening to this podcast, and I'm sure a lot of them follow Luca and her you know amazing philosophies. How is that for you as a brand to you know align with someone like that and yeah, and get to work on a collaboration together? Yes,
1: yeah, so um I feel like Luca really is helping parents change the way they look at different types of food and what they're feeding their babies. Um, I followed her for a very long time. And there's some foods that I would never have thought of to conventionally feed my baby. But then, you know, as you look at the research and what she was doing and making it seem really much easier and accessible for parents, I thought to myself, like, we would love to partner with her in some way. Um, and I did get her cookbook and we were, I was reading recipes and whenever we recipe develop anything, we really refer to moms, babies, what are babies like? What can, how can we make this a really nutrient dense meal? And I think Luca just knows very good ways of making it nutrient dense. So I thought, You know, it would be an amazing partnership to bring some of her meals from milk to meals to busy parents who don't have time to cook her meals, but still want a piece of that book in their lives and to feed their children. Um, So when we got started talking about it, we were talking about different meals that parents wouldn't want to cook for their kids. So, for example, liver pate. Yeah many parents aren't sitting home cooking liver pate and blending liver and creating a recipe. And a lot of the ones on the supermarket have alcohol and things that you really can't feed babies. So we said this would be a great partnership and we sell so much liver pate. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Babies are eating liver pate everywhere. Um, Which is amazing because you're bringing a piece of her book and her philosophy on food into your home.
0: It's incredible. It is like the most amazing and like one of the most aligned partnerships I've, you know, ever seen because two, yeah, as a mum who I have her book, I follow her Instagram. I love her work, but sometimes it's just so unrealistic or it's like the the ingredients might not be something that I just have available in the pantry. Like it's something I have to go and outsource. And so I love the philosophy, but creating it all the time wasn't always feasible so um yeah your collaboration was just incredible and the um the broccoli bites even I was eating them for lunch <laughs> I'm like these are too good <laughs> I, I couldn't stop I would be like cook them for Georgia and I
1: <laughs> exactly so and I think that's what it is it's just bringing like even we all have the cookbook sometimes we have a Pinterest boards saved of all these great recipes but I think it's hard to home cook all this food I love to yeah. cook but it's not always feasible when you're managing kids and work and things like that. So to be able to bring really good and well-inspired and well-intentioned food to parents is, is really important for us. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I guess on that kind of, I guess that juggle with being a parent and, you know, running a business, how does that all look and work for you at the moment?
1: (laughs) It's, it ebbs and flows. I think (laughs) like sometimes I feel like I'm doing a really great job at parenting but then you always feel a guilt. I'm like, I always feel guilty whether I'm like <laughs> leaving because we we self-manufacture all of our food. So I'm very heavily involved in the production process and the team. I'll jump in there if someone calls out sick. So I'm very heavily involved in that aspect. But I also created this business to really be able to focus on my kids and not have that certain nine to five although running your business is never nine to five (laughs) I think you probably it's around the clock (laughs) like never stops social media it's just like a whole nother world but I think what makes it better for me personally is that I really love what I do and I bring my daughters to the kitchen I get them involved they see what I'm doing they know I'm mommy makes baby food um (laughs) which is really rewarding for me because I it's something that I'm proud of, and I can't wait to share with them one day this journey and how much I've learned from the process and how much I've learned from them in creating this business. Everything has been inspired by them. Um, I don't think we'll ever get the time management or work-life balance. I don't know if that exists, but I think, yeah, being able to do something that I'm passionate about makes it
0: worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's such a gift that you're giving, you know, to your children to be able to show them that that passion and that love for what you have. And it's beautiful that they've taught you so much and inspired so much of the journey as well. Yeah. Um, what's ahead for you? I know you've recently launched your smoothie range, which is yes. the cubes, ready to go smoothies. All you have to do is add your coconut water or, or milks. Um, and that's really focused on, I guess, that on the mother, you know, that postpartum i won't lie though my kids love them rocco yeah, in particular like, i no melt the cubes <laughs> yes i melt them um mm-hmm. the mango one down for rocco and put it in coconut yogurt and he just like and then in a in one of those um you know those reusable squeezy pouches yeah. So if we have a day where i've just like a bit unorganized coconut yogurt one of those cubes in it and he just like annihilates That's it perfect. he loves it <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think when I mean, again, from my own journey and being pregnant, I think most parents can relate. We do so much to give our kids good food, give them the best, nice clothes. And then we look at ourselves and we're like, grabbing the scraps on the table and just trying to get out the door. So um, and then also going back to the first 1000 days, you know, Baby starts solids at six months, but really that importance of nutrition starts at conception and even before then. So finding an accessible way and a really healthy, delicious way to get convenient whole foods in are smoothies. And I've had them a lot during my pregnancy and it was just a good synergy. And I found that a lot of parents that have children who or have picky eating or it's really hard to get in. Nutrients and vegetables—they always find a way with a smoothie. It just Mm. seems like a convenient option um, if you get the flavor right. So I said, let's make a smoothie that can really help women pre and postnatal. So we worked with the nutritionist to make sure that it really hit all those vitamins and nutrients that are important for the growth of our baby, but also the importance of nourishing ourselves as parents. I think that message sometimes get gets overlooked. We're always thinking about our baby from the moment we get pregnant, but it's really important to nourish ourselves as mothers. um, Because if you don't nourish yourself, you're not going to give your best self to your baby. Mm -hmm. Um, So filling that gap and having an option for moms that they can throw in their bag, they can share with their baby, they can share with their family, um, is a really good way to teach our kids that we nourish ourselves as well.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah, they're such a cool um invention. I I love them and they're delicious. Seriously, my my kids love doing them as well. Georgia thinks it's so cool that she can like pop it out straight in what? and have a yummy. Her favorites are mum and bub. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's that it's so beautiful how that experience with food can still be shared with your meals as well and you know, the convenience of having them. So, um I guess what's what's ahead? Obviously Bub is due to arrive number yes. three next week, which is so exciting um but what's ahead for you personally and the business over the over the next year or so
1: i think we're just looking to expand as far as we can other parts of australia as a business is important for us to reach we have a lot of families in western australia that really want to have our product um and just really bringing more innovative meals and partnerships We found that partnering with a a lot of other women founded businesses in this space has been so beneficial, not in just Mm. sharing information and education, but innovative products that I haven't seen in this space before. So continuing to do that. And then, yeah, that's really it. Hopefully just filling all the gaps we can, (laughs) feeding our little ones.
0: I love that. And Erin, I'd love to finish with finding out if there's been a piece of mum advice or maybe a quote or something that's really resonated with you on your motherhood journey.
1: I think um, the most important thing is is to just remember who you want to be as a mom. I think there is so much information out there. There is so much, this is the best way to do this, this is the best way to do that. And I feel like throughout my personal motherhood journey, whether it was starting to breastfeed versus bottle feeding, there, there are so many options, but you need to do what's right for you because what's right for you is going to be what's right for your baby and that relationship and nothing else will come in between that. So use your motherhood instinct and focus on what makes you happy as a mom. Cause a happy mom is a happy baby. That's what I think. <laughs>
0: I love that. That's such a beautiful note to finish today's episode on. Thank you so much for your time. You are honestly incredible at what you're doing and such a go-getter. And I loved hearing more about your journey. So thank you so much for your time.
1: Same to you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at the Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.